My name is Dr. Michael Brown, and this is Three Words, a bite-sized podcast about the simple and yet very strategic choices that all of us can make in order to become the very best version of ourselves. In my conversation today with Nick Gillespie, we look through the angle of business, through the professional dimension of life, to talk about what it means to be a great team member, what it means to be a great leader within your professional context around this particular topic, asking the question, asking the right questions, asking timely questions, not being afraid of asking questions, which oftentimes we're doing. We don't want to look stupid. We don't want to make mistakes. We don't want to be viewed as incompetent. A great business conversation with someone who's is achieving so much in the business world, and we look forward to learning a lot from Nick today, listening to this conversation. Nick Gillespie back in the Three Words Podcast Studio, my friend, for 23 years. As I like to say it, I knew you when you were a child, but now you're here. This amazing human being, a part of our team, uh, doing incredible things in the world, but some people don't know who you are, so tell us a little about yourself. Uh, yeah, well, there's a lot to say. I'm a dad of four, I'm a husband, uh, I'm, a, I'm a coach, um, and recently I made a major career change. I used to be a pastor and I was very, very much into, I mean, I still am like very much into like helping people grow spiritually, but, uh, made a change into the, you know, the corporate world, the corporate world. I'm a COO of a small business here in Northwest Ohio. Um, we do fantastic uh, work, uh, but I just about six months ago made a major move. So I'm wondering, and in, in even the three words that we're going to talk about today, it sounds like are birthed out of even your experience during this career change. And these are our three words for today. Ask the question. Again, that's such a big, broad idea. And so we could go a variety of directions in this very brief conversation in the three words podcast studio. But why is this particular phrase, ask the question, so important to you right now? Um, well, one, uh, I report directly to the owner of our company, and he asks often, why don't people ask me the question? And I was like, why don't, you know, and I'm the newbie, right? And so I'm like, why don't people just ask him the question? He's the owner. He knows. He's got the answer. He's got the information. He's built this business over the last 15 years. Like, but then you begin to kind of get into like the psychology of like why it is that certain people don't ask the question. They can't identify the question. They don't know what's going on around them. Uh, they're not thinking critically. They're not thinking dimensionally about their work or their relationships. Uh, and sometimes they're just scared. Uh, and so I think that's kind of where this came from. So you are actually encouraging our viewers and listeners, and we're going to explore different kinds of questions. We even talked about off camera, you know, there's the introspective questions, questions we ask ourselves, questions we ask authorities or mm -hmm. supervisors within our businesses. Questions we're asking in the context of relationships, maybe closer friendships. Absolutely. I mean, there's, I think asking questions is phenomenal. I mean, it's interesting. We're sitting in a podcast studio and I'm asking you questions. I mean, asking questions is a great skill. It, it, life doesn't happen without asking questions. I mean, yep. we, well, I guess it could happen without asking questions, but there's something very powerful about learning the art of asking questions. So, Absolutely. but, but in your situation, I, you know, again, I, I think ask the question could mean like, a, you know, a lot of different things. Um, and that's maybe we'll kind of see where this like goes and stuff like that. Obviously being in the place where I'm, I'm spiritually advising people, there's a lot of like, you if you want to like figure out your faith, you've got to ask questions to discover, to learn. And now that where I'm at, um, in my role in the company, like I've got to help push people to ask a question when we're stuck on a project, you know, when it is a, a group of people are trying to get around and try to create a new process to help us become more fit, efficient in what we're doing. Well, I just see people just 
die down and not, they're not sure how to navigate or move us forward. I've got to begin to ask a question. Uh, when people come to my office, cause I'm kind of the HR guy too, and they're upset and frustrated. Oftentimes they just want to emote, but they're not asking the question of like, why am I frustrated and what can I identify so that I can then begin to work on a solution. And sometimes people are stuck with a project, a project's handed to them. They don't know what to do. And they're too afraid to ask, what do you want of me? And so they don't do it, which is amazing. You're like, well, you're going to get in trouble if you don't do it. But then they don't do it. You're like, well, why aren't you doing it? Because they don't want to ask the question. Like, what do you want of me? Well, and you actually just said it. They're afraid to ask the question. And I think the root of all um, challenges that we face in life, I just say all, is is two things, fear and control. Mm -hmm. Fear and control. We want to be able to control our world and we're afraid. And so what happens is if I'm afraid, I'm just going to be immobilized. And so particularly, and I'm not sure who, what age group works with your, work within your company. We're a lot of young adults. I mean, like. Okay, young adults do not. I'm over 40, right? And I'm definitely like top three oldest in our Well, if you have young adults in your company, Nick, I'm just going to give you a little bit of a tip here, is they are (laughs) terrified of looking stupid. And so they would rather just not know and not have the answers and ignore it. And it yeah. Well, it's true because reality, you know, I always say all the time, reality is your friend. But if I just pretend it's not there, it's not there, right? No, it's still there. Mm-hmm. The problem, the project that's not done, all the things you just described, it's still there. But we would rather choose to be irrelevant or to be stuck or to be in, in, in a bad place than to actually have to acknowledge our need and that we don't have all the answers. There's a fear of failure, of looking stupid, that it's a fear of making mistakes. Mm-hmm. You know, there's all of these things. We're so immobilized with fear, which is probably why we're not asking the question. Yeah. I said something to um, one of our department leaders a uh, couple couple months ago. Um the, and the nature of the conversation was this. Um, I said, uh, you need to ask more questions uh, because you're not getting the direction that you want. Here's the deal is that, and for her, it was her and the owner of the company, the CEO president. Um, she's like, well, you know, he communicates these things. I feel confused. I don't know what he wants. I'm like, well, then you got to ask like, well, what do you want? I'm confused. Uh, and I was like, in his world, he's communicating as crystal clear as possible. So if you're confused, he doesn't know that unless you ask a question. But oftentimes I think we're looking to leadership sometimes to give us direction when leadership is actually perceiving that they're communicating very clear, that their instructions are clear, that you're tracking with what I'm saying. I'm getting all the head nods and all that kind of stuff. But unless you ask a question, they don't know that there's a lack of clarity here. And so you walk away from the conversation. They think that they've delegated work to you. They now have expectations that you're going to do it and then you don't do it. And then what? It's because you didn't ask for clarity because you were confused, right? This is probably a great time just to hit pause on this conversation with my friend Nick Gillespie to simply invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel where there's lots of content happening, lots of episodes being posted. And uh, I hope you're enjoying this conversation. Now back to the to the episode. You know, it's interesting. This is actually a very, and I'm, I, like this, I like this conversation a lot because a lot of the conversations and episodes that we host here in Three Words are about relationships and are about emotions and pain and uh, the physical dimension of life. And there's a lot of conversation we have, but this is actually a business episode. I mean, this is really what it is. It's a business oriented episode, which we need to do more of because there are business leaders who are listening in wondering why things aren't working in their business. And what I'm hearing you say, and I'm completely agreeing with you is that people aren't feeling comfortable for whatever reason to ask the question. So maybe even for those who are leaders, those who are like yourself, to be actually creating a space where you're saying, hey, just so you know, 
there's no dumb question. <laughs> like you can ask questions. Like I want to hear if you are confused, maybe setting the stage because I think so often you use younger generation, those 30, 20 and 30 year old who are going into the, the marketplace, who are going into the corporate world, who are starting to work. They're just, they're wondering, they're presuming that, that people expect me to know everything mm-hmm. or they're presuming they hired me. And so I'm supposed to be the expert and I don't want to ask questions. People are annoyed by questions, but let's be honest. My guess is you've worked with people before who, are annoyed when people ask them questions. It's like, I told you what to do. Why are you bothering me with these questions? Sure, sure. In your context, that's not true. So really, I think it's a two-way, two-way street where those who are in leadership need to be really creating an environment where we actually say explicitly, I want you to ask your questions. Mm-hmm. There is no dumb question. Now, I would love, at least for people who work with me, to at least try to find a solution before always coming into my office asking questions, right? I want people to be a problem solver Mm -hmm. and not just problem spotters, Mm -hmm. but actually try to figure it out themselves. But if you feel stuck, say, hey, I feel stuck. To have the confidence, to have the self-assurance, I feel stuck, can you help me out in this situation? So I think it's really those who are reporting to people, but also those who are leading people, Mm -hmm. who are actually supervising people, to actually create an environment to do that. Yeah. I guess you could say like, there's, you know, I don't, that defined zone of like ownership when it comes to work, right? Like something's delegated to you, your, your boss uh, wants you to own that work, take responsibility for it, run with it and get the results. So you need enough clarity to own it, but not so much clarity to where like that boss now feels like, why am I as well just do it? If, it, if I've got to be this detailed with you, right? And so there's like that middle zone for sure. There is, there is. So and I think sometimes too, one thing I've like noticed too is uh, again, being more like an, an executive leadership, uh, you have people that report to you and uh, I don't know, you, you say, do this thing. And then next week you show up in your one-on-one meeting or your department meeting and it's not done. And then the next week, well, you were firm, hey, I told you to do this thing. And then the next week it's not done. And the next week it's not done. Well, you're frustrated but again, you got to ask the question, why is this not getting in, getting done? And it's more than just, I told you to do something. They're stuck, right? So your direct report is stuck on something. Maybe they don't have enough context. Maybe they don't have enough empowerment. Maybe they don't understand the complexity of what you're asking them to do. You don't know unless you begin to say like, what's going on? Why can't you accomplish the thing that I'm like delegating to you? And then begin to help lead them into that process so that they can then accomplish what you're asking them to do. If I'm an executive and I just listened to that 45 second description you just gave, I'm thinking there's a jewel there because that's what all leaders need to be doing. Empowering their people, giving people freedom to be able to, to ask the questions, but also creating a space where it's like, there's accountability Mm -hmm. and there's ownership. Like I told you, like even as you described what you described, if someone's going three weeks and every week it's not getting that, but no one's saying I'm stuck and just pretending that it's like, were they ever yeah. going to, or why are you stuck? Uh, right. There's a question. Right? Well, but even <laughs> then it's like, but the fact that they just think if I just eventually you're going to have to answer the question or ask the question, or even just answer your question. Like, why is this not getting done? There seems to be sometimes this stalemate. There seems to be this breakdown between leaders and employees and so forth about when to ask questions, when not to ask questions. But what you're talking about is empowering people, but also those who are entering into a company need to take personal ownership and say, I don't know. Like I can ask questions. I was actually just with a team just today who I was going around this new team. It was actually a a basketball coaching team at another university. And the one individual said, what has really made this transition from one university to the other, from one team to another, that's gone really well for this individual is the fact that early on, everyone around, when I walked into the space was saying, if you have any questions, if you have any concerns, if there's things we can help with, let me know. Mm -hmm. And this individual said, 
I took them seriously. So I'm asking lots of questions. And you know what? They're helping because they said they would. Instead of being afraid, she's like, I'm taking ownership to actually do the thing they asked me to do. And she said, the transition has been amazing because I've not just sat there in ignorance mm-hmm. and wondered if I, like I have asked as many questions as I can, but I also know this individual, very proactive, taking ownership and probably executing on those things that they're yeah. asking the question yeah. to. Um, man, this is so good, Nick. So as we kind of begin to wrap up the conversation, because again, this is a business episode. We'll talk about it as a business episode. Thoughts that you would have to those who are 20, 30, and you're working with some right now, they're entering a company. And then maybe we can even talk about thoughts that you'd have for other executives like yourself creating these environments. Yeah. I think what you just had pointed out, like this particular individual who was proactive, took responsibility, took accountability, right? Like there is sort of a, uh, who do you want to be, right? If you're at your place of work right now and you're dissatisfied, but you want to continue to grow and get to that next level, that next promotion, or again, you're new to a place, well, who do you want to be? And if you want to be the type of person that's taking ownership of your work, of that role, well then, all right, what kinds of questions should you be asking up, down, colleagues, side to side. Mm. If you're new to an organization, you know, again, I'm six months in and sometimes I have to pull someone aside and be like, all right, that meeting just happened there's all this stuff going on. Pick it apart for me. What was going on? Right. So help me understand and read the room better. Right. Like, and so you're just all of a sudden like a learner in that spot. Now, wait a minute. So you're the executive and you're asking questions of people who oh, are all the time. See again, all the time. and you're modeling it, yeah. but also you're actually, you know, like you're not insecure. You're like, I I'm trying to figure this out. I'm trying to be a great leader. So I'm going to ask the question. Yeah. Um, executive to executive, leader to leader, uh, director of operations to director of operations, you know, whatever role, HR to HR. Uh, what have you learned along the way? I mean, obviously you've been in kind of the spiritual formational work. So you're really good, Nick, at asking questions and listening and, and drawing things out of people. Um, I'm guessing you've taken that into this new role. Absolutely. Uh, some of those skill sets. <laughs> and asking. I could tell you that's another podcast okay. that I could tell you about. But there, still, yeah. I, I mean, I'm guessing that would be your word of advice or specifically from executive to executive. How do we deal with people who are resistant, terrified, or really, really nervous at the very least about asking questions of their supervisors? Uh, that's a great, yeah, that's a great question. Um, obviously, every, we have to lead every individual Every individual is like different. Uh, some people are like stirred that. in different ways. Um, some people in the group dynamics, if we're brainstorming or something, that kind of really turns them on. Some people are a little more shy and reserved. And sometimes you have to pull them to the side and say like, hey, like, like what's going on? Like, we're tr- again, we're trying to give you ownership of this. It seems like you're resistant to owning it. Like what's missing? Do you not want to do the work? Are you confused about the work, right? And so uh, I think that really is kind of individual to individual. You had said it, though. I think it really starts with creating the culture mm-hmm. that you can ask questions. We're invited to ask questions. There's permission there. We're encouraged there because we're all trying to learn and then collaborate together. How can you collaborate without asking questions? And there you said it. We're all learners. So, and we're then all I, on the journey. We're all collaborating. No one's the expert in the room. I mean, I sit with CEOs regularly who will look at me sometimes across the boardroom table and say, can I be honest with you? sometimes I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm like, neither do I. We're all in the same boat. Like we're all human beings trying to figure it out. And we all, if we take that posture of learner, humility, obviously we're all going to do a lot better. Um, I think one thing too, I would say this too to to leaders. uh, I think sometimes we want something. uh, Maybe we want people to respond to our leadership in a certain way and we're not getting the response that we want. 
then we need to ask a question. Uh, why aren't people approaching me with questions? Um, why is it that people respond to my leadership rather than moving in towards the work or actually resisting and moving away from the work? Uh, whatever it might be. Why is it that people aren't inspired by my vision? Well, I need to ask some questions. Maybe I'm missing some skills. Yeah. Uh, maybe I, I need help from a colleague to help refine some skills I don't have. Uh, maybe just in regards to my character formation, I need to form my character so that I can elicit the type of response from those that are, are following me. Because maybe they don't trust you and maybe there's other things going on. But I, you're asking, you're actually tying into another podcast episode we did called Inviting Honest Feedback. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes leaders, as they rise in organization, get less and less feedback and people are going to be more resistant or more cautious about offering feedback, which is why even your role, my role, as we kind of lead different organizations, we need to be the ones inviting the accountability, (laughs) inviting the feedback so that we continue to grow and develop. We talk about this all the time on three words, but this is a podcast about choices we make to evolve into the better version of ourselves and to ultimately feel fully alive. And obviously our businesses and our daily job and the work that we're doing can be 40, 50, 60 hours a week. Why would we not want to thrive in those environments and not just survive. So thanks for the very practical tips. Uh, Good luck in your career transition, Nick. I'm sure you're going to crush it. Dr. Michael Brown. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm excited to uh, just see where this leads you and your own uh, career path, but also we'll get you back here real soon to have another conversation here in Three Words Podcast. Great being your friend. Thank you. As always, uh, it is awesome to have you here as a part of our Three Words podcast conversations. I hope you learned a lot today as we had this business conversation with my friend Nick Gillespie. Uh, I actually encourage you, if you want more business tips and more uh, insights into how to develop in the professional dimension of your life, to go to dmbcoaching.com slash subscribe. We actually send out a monthly digital newsletter, completely free, no strings attached, where you can actually learn more about how to become an amazing next level professional. So please subscribe to that and continue to follow with us in Three Words Podcast. We love having you a part of our family and a part of this team. And until a couple weeks from now, make it a great week.